so we are continuing to learn about mitzvot uh, of the esophagus. Now, asur, so we finished off with uh, uh, blood. Yeah, so I mean, there's a prohibition from the Torah to eat blood, but Chachamim said we're in the middle of Yutet. That if meat was left unsalted for three days, um, the blood will not come out through salting anymore. You can no longer. So the only way is to grill. The only way is to barbecue it, and then it's mutar. But otherwise, um, there is no way to have it. Asur lechol givinat goyim v'chalav shechalavo akum ve'en Israel ro'eu. Hey, so these are two different things. They're related. One is it's prohibited to buy cheese from Goyim. He's talking about cheese that obviously is not hard cheese. cheese that is not sealed with a hechsher. No, right. cheese has to has to be bought from a Jew uh, who's keeping kosher, or cheese has to be bought with an OU on it with a hechsher. And also, chalav shechalavo goy ve'en Israel ro'el a milk that was uh, that was processed by a goy, that a goy was the one who milked the cow, and a Jew was not overseeing the process, a Jew wasn't seeing the run, also is prohibited to drink. Now, what's the reason for each? They so, used to put the, like a so with cheese, okay, the, the process of cheese, happiest Tuesday, the, the process of cheese making is that you take milk and then you have to add rennet um, into the milk in order to produce the in order to produce the cheese. Then the, oh, the cheese. then it curdles yeah. and uh, depending on yeah. on what you use and it makes different types uh, of cheese. Now that rennet it could be made from many different things. Uh, one of the things that it can be made from where it can come from. <coughs> The rennet, it used to be the main pri- main area that it would come from, would be from pig. <coughs> stomach of the cow. Oh, the, yeah. the, the, the lining. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, the yeah. stomach of the cow, the, the lining of the stomach of the... That's where the rennet comes from. So they would take from orkevat nevela. Maybe they would take from the stomach of an animal that was a nevela. And you have to worry for that, and therefore, it's, then for, therefore, cheese. It's prohibited to buy cheese uh, from goyim. The cheese has to have an OU on it, or you have to buy it from a, a Jew uh, who is kosher keeping. Now, it was discussed in the in the Rishonim. I'm saying already from hundreds of years ago. But what if I know for a fact that they did not use uh, cheese? Let's say. It, it's customary, and this is what it is, that they don't use the rennet from an actual animal anymore. Even nowadays, the majority of, um, the majority of cheese, yeah, they, they use bacteria. 
they don't take it from an actual animal uh, whenever they're microbial rennet, if I'm not mistaken. is what, That's what you'll have in craft trees or in whatever the... the I, I heard that sometimes in... Um, in Europe, some of the fancier cheeses, they still do it yeah. um, in the old way. But like your average uh, cheese that you might find in, uh, in the supermarket, in the non in the non kosher, non kosher uh, <coughs> supermarket that doesn't have an OU on it, they most likely did not use uh, a non kosher animal as part of the cheese making process. But nonetheless, the Rambam says, and the majority of Rishonim say, and this is the halacha that. When the rabbis made a gzairah, they made a gzairah. They made it, it, you it, cannot and, change it. And that's it, you can't change it. They said the cheese has to be bought from a Jew, or a cheese has to be bought sealed with a OU on it, with a, a Jew who sealed it and, and said that this is kosher cheese. That's the only way that you can buy cheese. Most you know, like, uh, like, uh, in the United States, because the FDA didn't even No, cheese, not for cheese. Not for cheese. Not for not cheese. For milk, milk for we're going to get to. Milk is a different story. Um, because milk, the gzera was worded differently. Here they just said no the cheese. cheese of goyim asur. Cheese of you cannot buy cheese uh, from goyim. You can only buy cheese from a Jew. But whenever it came to milk, what's the language? The language is you have to pay attention to the language. Chalav shechalavo goy ve'en Israel roehu. A milk that was milked by a goy and the Jew didn't see the process. The Jew didn't watch over the process. Now the and they made details to the halakha. The details are that all you need over there is that the goy has a mirtat. The goy um, does not change the milk for yeah. pig's milk or change the milk for he camel uses, milk. He uses the, the yeah, cow. He, he, they might mix in what they used to do. The goyim is, it used to be the cow milk was very expensive. Um, so they would take milk from a non-kosher animal and, that they and had, they mix it. and they would mix it in, and, and, they, for, would, and for, they would add it in. If they had underproduction, then they would mix, we would add water, but also add pig's milk because it's thicker, and if they have overproduction, yeah, this is what they, they, so it doesn't go bad. They exactly, that's milk. that what used to be done. So Chachamim said, the rabbi said that, no, you have to watch the process, Jew, Jew has to watch the process, or the goy has to be afraid that a Jew is watching the process. Meaning, meaning, it says in halakha, this is where it was, this is where, uh, I want you to understand where of Moshe Feinstein's heter comes from. Really, it's from the Prichadash, from Chizkiah de Silva, from uh, before it. Is it says in the halakha, even if I can't see him right now, I'm, I'm sitting in a spot right he now knows I'm watching. But, uh, that I can't see him, but Put he knows that I can get up and I can see him. I have a camera there. He knows right now from the spot that I'm sitting in, I can't see, but he knows that if I get up and I walk three steps, I I'm able, I can see him. Is the milk kosher or is it not kosher? Yes. So it says in halakha, it's kosher. Why? Because there's mirtat, because he's afraid to change. He's afraid to, he's afraid I might come and see him. So if he's afraid that you might come and see, so Rav Moshe Feinstein, he says, and this, FDA, the Prichadash says also two things. Number one, um, the cow's milk nowadays is much cheaper than, uh, <clears throat> than the non-kosher milk. Than the non the, uh, you take camel milk or milk from a non-kosher animal, it's much more expensive. It doesn't make any mistake. Almond milk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't go so far. But go look, Google the price of camel milk. You, uh, camel milk. It's it's ten times the price of uh, cow's milk. He has to be a chamor if he wants to uh, 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 take that milk and, and uh, Thank God. he's not going to save money. He's going to do God. the opposite. Of, uh, oh, we have no camel milk here in America. Number two is that they're afraid of the FDA. FDA. They're afraid. They're, the, the government has very strict policies 
that they're not allowed to. If you make, write 100% whole milk, it has to be. It has cow to be milk. that. You yeah. cannot uh, change what it is. And since you cannot change uh, what it is, then you're allowed to buy. Uh, then uh, we trust that the goy is afraid to change. And he has a mirtat. He's not allowed. He's not going to uh, put out kosher milk. And therefore, in a country like the United States, and in a country that has very strong laws, because he knows he's going to get sued and he's going to lose a lot of money for for no reason. So it's in the United States, in a country like the United States, it's permitted to buy a hundred percent milk. Uh, from a goy even, or even a person goes to a supermarket. A supermarket. A person's out of town or whatever, and uh, there's no closer supermarket. You go to a coffee you, shop. You go you to go a to, coffee uh, shop yeah, or whatever, and I want to use the milk. Am I allowed to use the pure 100% milk? Yes, not, not the chocolate milk or milk that has other things not added to it. Half, but but, uh, but the pure 100% milk, it it's okay to use. That was the uh, heter of the Pri Chadash and Rav Moshe Feinstein. Pri Chadash <coughs> preceded uh, Rav Moshe yeah, yeah. How many? A couple of hundred years. Wow. Uh, yeah, de Silva. There's a story. He went to Amsterdam and he went and he drank from the milk and everybody said, "What are you doing?" He said, "No." He's like, "Listen, it says in the halacha that if the goy is afraid, even." To, to change and to, to, to put non-kosher milk in it, it's mutar. So he says, I'm, I'm confident that this is 100% cow's milk. So therefore, a milk in the U.S. does not now, the OU, the regular OU, relies on Rav Moshe Feinstein. Now, they put an OU on the milk anyways. <coughs> And they just say the OU, we're just confirming there's nothing else in this. <laughs> you know, that's what uh, they'll say. We're, you know, because, I, mean, I don't know, they say they add vitamins or whatever. They say we're, con- we're confirming they don't add uh, anything else into the milk, but they're actually relying on Rav Moshe Feinstein. There are some Jews, there are some, and you have to, this is what uh, we should understand and be aware of. There are some who are careful about still keeping a higher standard, even for milk, and that's called Chalav Yisrael. Chalav Israel is that no, a Jew is actually there for the entire yeah. uh, process from beginning. We're, we're not relying, we're, we're not relying on the FDA. We're not relying on uh, anything. A Jew has to be there for the entire process, and we want it to be Chalav Israel. One time when I was on uh, vacation out in uh, Pennsylvania, and they have dairy farms there, we met some one of the people who was living there was a mashkiach for the dairy farms for the Chalav Israel. He says, "I am the mashkiach." Uh, uh, for the for, yeah, and we prayed shacharit with him, and uh, wow. so the so there are many uh, Jewish communities, and there sure. are many Jews that they're strict about chalav Israel. That even the milk, we're not gonna go get uh, milk from a supermarket or from anywhere. Even the OU, they don't rely on because they don't rely on the yes, OU for chalav Israel. They only buy if it says chalav Israel. Uh, on it. So we, our Rabbanim, uh, again, everyone will say it's good if a person keeps it. It doesn't hurt if a person sure. keeps Chalav Yisrael, but we follow Rav Moshe Feinstein. We say that it's okay, even if the, in the United States, you have to understand, in the United States, yes. the person is uh, vacationing, I don't know, overseas somewhere. Overseas much yeah. more difficult. O- overseas, much it might anywhere. be a different story. Not, when, not in Europe, uh, it's uh, got a little So you have to talk to the Rabbanim of the Orthodox communities there, and uh, Ask them what are their standards and and what do what do they hold by? So I'm not talking for other countries. You know, inside, you know here. But uh, yeah, this is <laughs> yeah, your territory. We know over here for the United your States. Your territory. Nonetheless, I I also want to um, say a word of praise for um, 
Adam, he's not here, but we can say his praise uh, uh, not in front of him. He tries to bring Chalav Israel milk over yes, here. Not because Rabbi Ben Chaim requires it, but he says because maybe people somebody, come, maybe somebody is maybe somebody's keeping them, yeah, we want to keep, we make them yeah, comfortable. Sure, why sure. not? Ashrahim. It's a very nice thing, it's a very good thing. So. Um, so that's cheese and milk, so it's two different things. Remember, the cheese has to have an OU on it. The milk inside the U.S., if it's pure milk, also, I'm not talking about chocolate milk or milk with yeah, additives. Yeah, if it's pure milk, then it, one can buy it. Technically, even without an OU, the OU itself is relying on the, on the same heter, and then there's a different level called Chalav Israel. Then there is Pat Shel Baal Habayit Akum. So, bread. What about bread? Are we allowed to buy bread uh, from a goyim? If it's like lechem only, plain bread, probably. So, the requirement for bread is that the minimum that a Jew has to do is they have to participate in the baking in some kind of way. The rabbi said, yeah. Even if, uh, so back then, they didn't uh, turn on with a knob. You have to make a fire. So they said, even if the Jew, good morning, good morning, just throws in uh, one uh, one small stick. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Don't one. It, you know, to, I throw in a toothpick. To, just to increase. The, yeah, I take a toothpick <laughs> and I throw the toothpick in the yeah, fire. Participate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. to be participant. Yeah, exactly. I participate in some kind of way. I threw a, I threw a toothpick in. That's enough to, that the bread is kosher and that it, it's okay. We were praising you. Thank you. We were, just about, we were just talking about Chalav <laughs> yeah, yeah. Israel. Thank you so much, sir. Kodarav, thank you. So, Pacha, now in particular, where did the, where did the rabbis prohibit? They said there's two different um, things to consider. And here also I'm talking about bread. I am yeah. not talking about uh, other, you know, croissants and donuts and uh, things that are there. We're just talking about plain bread. bread. Plain, plain bread. Can I, can I buy from a goy? Or I cannot buy from a goy. So there's pat bala bait, which Peleoetz is referring to here, and there's pat palter. Pat bala bait is that a non-Jewish friend or person invited me to his house, and he baked bread for me. A person baked bread personally for me. That chachamim said absolutely asur. Okay, you don't know what uh, no, 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 you cannot go any somewhere. No, no, you can't, you can't go over there. So uh, you don't know what they're doing in their oven. <laughs> this is that's a red card. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> that's a red card. Uh, yeah, then, you don't know what they're doing. Maybe they're meat or uh, no, then you have pat palter. Palter is the baker. I go and buy the baker. The that's baker, different. he's not baking bread for me. He's not baking the bread. General for, public. He's baking bread for the public. So if the bread is just bread, then that is a. It's not. It's not as much of a problem. Hachamim said that it depends where you live. Yeah. If you live in a place where bad. there's a Jewish baker, and you live in a place where you're able to get Jewish baker, you buy Jewish baker. Yes, buy from the Jewish yeah. baker. Get it with the OU. Don't yes. go to. Yes. Yes. Uh, don't go to the goy yes, and, yes, and yes, buy yes. bread from it. But if a person the, lives in a town or lives in a place no Jewish where there's no Jewish baker, then it's permitted to buy from, again, not from a non-Jewish person who baked it from you, but from the goy who baked it for the for, public. For, yes, the baker, for everybody. That he baked it for everybody. If you know that the ingredients in the bread are kosher, good, then, 
Then it's mutar to Italy. Uh, yeah, I'm talking about 56, you have to 50 years ago. Yeah, yeah, it's different. They yeah. used to put meat in their... Uh, yeah, so here, yeah, you have to yeah. confirm. Yeah, so I've heard that Our there are places... they went and they talked to the... So, there's only one, my brother said, there's only one type of bread that was plain. It was not baker, it was you a know, bread, water, it was just bread. Water yeah. and, uh, in Europe, yeah, there is a bread and then there's a baker. It's two different... Yeah. What about the dairy, yeah. the dairy breads that are palter? Uh, so, uh, I'll get to that in a second. So, the, so you have, if bread was baked from the baker and it's just pure bread and you know that there's no non-kosher ingredients or possibly, possibly non-kosher ingredients, then it's mutar. Now, the place to be careful of here is... You know, people sometimes go away on vacation and they're in a place where um, and nowadays there's food with an OU and available in a lot of places. But let's say there's not. And I want to go to the supermarket and I want to buy bread um, and it's just uh, basic plain bread. So or can I, can I get from the baker or can I not get from the baker? So I, I, you have to confirm because there are some places that they actually, I heard, they put lard. Yes, uh, yes. They put lard. They so put very careful. Fat. Yes. They put pig fat yes. on the, yes, on yes, the yes, bread yes, as yes, part yes, of the bread. Yes. So you have to know also that it's, it's only flour or water. But now, nowadays, uh, because there is salt. this problem of um, allergies. And yeah, these. they have all... So they're very, they're very strict. This they're, bread they're very is became a very big yeah. thing. Gluten? Yeah, with yeah, gluten, gluten it became a big is, thing. You cannot add something. You have to have to tell you exactly. Yeah. Until yeah. 15, 20 years ago, you didn't even know what is gluten. Yeah, exactly. Nobody knew. Nobody knew. <laughs> Suddenly, I don't know. Everything gluten, 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 gluten. We cannot eat this. We cannot eat it. Yeah, it's very true. There's no problem. If they eat something, they go to become sick. Sick, But in a place where there's a Jewish baker and there's OU, of course, it's a vital. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. 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 Ye